while your day is winding down. They're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. wouldn't be allowed in a Dartmouth classroom <laughs> because I'm handicapped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Miss Turner wouldn't let me in the classroom. Welcome to South Coast tonight. <laughs> Just act accordingly, folks. <laughs> Welcome to South Coast tonight. I'm uh, I'm Marcus Farrow. I'm Chris. Happy Friday. I'm the guy who took your parking space right close to the mall. <laughs> Sorry, Lynn Turner. <laughs> Um, 508-996-0500 is how you can join us this evening. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app. Uh, it's been a interesting couple days. So, folks, listen, we normally tackle only local stuff here. You know that. Of course, we're going to have to discuss the Trump indictment. Um, what we know about it. Yeah. Um, remember, we don't get a chance to see it yet. All we're getting is leaks right yeah. now. Um, I would be skeptical of leaks, um, but we're happy to entertain your phone calls at 508-996-0500. But keeping with our mandate, Marcus, we're going to have a guest at 8 o'clock. Yeah, we are going to have a guest at 8 o'clock, Steph Pickup. Um, she's going to be joining us uh, at the 8 o'clock hour. She's a candidate for Fairhaven School Committee. Um, so we've had most of the candidates on. Uh, the, that election is Monday, so make sure you go vote. Chris and I will be voting. Yes. But um, what I... Uh, what I... Uh, what we need to remind the audience of is that we have a giveaway today. We do have a giveaway. We have a Red Sox ticket giveaway. If you want to go to the Red Sox game at 4 p.m. at Fenway against the Orioles tomorrow, tomorrow, you can message us between now and 9 o'clock. Message us on the WBSM app chat. If you don't have the app, go to the app store, download it. It takes a few seconds. And it's free. And it's free. It's totally free. And you message us on the app chat. Your favorite Red Sox memory. It yes. could be you going to the game, you watching the game, you meeting a player, you getting your first Red Sox cap. Message us your favorite Red Sox memory. And at after 9 o'clock, after the 9 o'clock news, we'll announce the winner. So anytime between 7 p.m. and 9 p.m. tonight, message us your favorite Red Sox memory. And Chris and I will, uh, whatever you send us. Be prepared for it to be read aloud right. on the air, right. by the way. <laughs> right. Um, and, uh, and Chris and I will pick the winner at nine, uh, after the nine o'clock news tonight. So a couple of things. You need to have an email. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you have the app, that's probably not an issue for you. But but you need to have an email because these are electronic tickets. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that these are coming from Scott Lang, former mayor of New Bedford, Scott Lang. Um, as law Lang, firm. At yeah. Lang X Affairs and Bold, a proud sponsor uh, of South Coast and I and our great programming here at WBSM. And he has, he's our original guest and, and, he's, original and guest. he's a real Red Sox fan, real baseball fan, real sports fan. Yeah. So we want to thank Scott Lang. He's the one who's going to, his office is going to send you the tickets by email. So you have to have an email and they're going to be electronically transferred to you. It's four seats, Marcus. Four seats. Four seats. To, right to Fenway Park. It's a really great opportunity. It really is, and uh, you can get it for free, and you can get it emailed to. Yeah, you don't have to come here and pick up pick up the tickets. You don't have to come to the station or whatever. You can actually just get the tickets delivered to you. It's actually the only way you're going to get the tickets. Well, it's the only way because they're digital. Right. So th- they're going to get delivered to you tonight if you have an email. So, again, from now until 9 p.m. tonight, you can message us your favorite Red Sox memory. And if you have a friend who really likes the Red Sox, maybe you don't like the Red Sox. Maybe you're not a baseball fan. But if you have a friend, shoot him a text. Say, hey, yeah. guys, listen to South Coast tonight. Tonight, Download the app. Send your favorite Red Sox memory in. Marcus and Chris are going to read your messages on the air, and they're going to give away a pay- four tickets to the Red Sox. So free tomorrow's game. It's going to be a hell of a game. I think the weather's going to be nice. It really, everything's going to work out for you. Yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great time, and you can get there, and you can get there for free with uh, by listening to South Coast Night and kind of messaging us between now and nine. We'll, we'll, we will remind you periodically of the rules. And we want to thank Scott Lang again. Scott Lang of Lang X Affairs and Burlard, our law firm and yours. Right. So, um, uh, anyway. Marcus, what do you think? Speaking of law firms, Alvin Bragg, district attorney. I know you were on with, with Barry earlier today. Yeah, um, I was. I knocked it out of the park. You did knock it out of the park. <laughs> I thought, kidding. wait, save some of that for us, Marcus. What are you doing? <laughs> save it for us. So I can hear you on Barry. They don't need to come with us. But anyway, <laughs> right. they're here for the Red Sox. So we have um, no historic parallel. We don't. The, the closest we have to a historic parallel would be Nixon because it looked like it was going that way. And then Ford pardoned uh, Gerald Ford pardoned him. Um a point of criticism against Ford, uh, you know, might have been in part what cost him his reelection. But now, because this is a, is a state charge, mm-hmm. Joe he, Biden couldn't even pardon him. Yeah, right. Uh, so and, and take the spotlight away. He couldn't. He couldn't even part. Yes, he couldn't even pardon him uh, because uh, presidents can only pardon federal charges, um, and governors actually can pardon state charges. We do not believe Kathy Hochul will be pardoning Trump. But boy, wouldn't that be funny if she did and took the spotlight right away from <laughs> Yeah. It's over. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, that would be a really interesting – because listen, folks, I get it. Donald Trump well, – I'll wait to see the indictment, okay? I, I think that's very important. But yeah. from everything that's been leaked so far and, – and Marcus, as a former defense attorney, you certainly can, can speak to this. The days leading up to and right after the indictment are the prosecutor's strongest days. Yeah. Explain that to the voters, to the listeners. Well, I mean, I think in a lot of senses, first of all, I mean, the indictment process is very one-sided and it's secretive. By the way, we see your calls in line. We're going to get to them at 508-996-0500. So stay on the line. Uh, the indictment process is very secretive um, and one-sided. Uh, there is 16 to 23 people in a room. 
that are going to decide whether or not a person is charged with a crime or a series of crimes by um, deciding, you know, basically more likely than not if a crime if a crime had happened more likely than not. And there seldom is another attorney in the room other than the district attorneys. In this case, in New York, that's de- that was definitely the case with, uh, you know, there might be witnesses that, you know, a witness that's testifying that has an attorney. But for the most part, it's just the prosecutor and the grand jury presenting the evidence. So they have full control over the situation. So, um, you know, they're also... After the indictment comes down, you have this time from, you know, now there's the news that the indictment's going to be coming. It's going to be, you know, maybe coming on Tuesday, uh, this coming Tuesday. Um, you know, we're talking about what he could have, may or may not have done. And he's going to get stand before a judge and be read, you know, the, the charges that he is facing. And he's going to be formally charged. He's going to ask to be submit a submit a plea. Um, he will be submitting a plea of not guilty, I imagine. Um, uh, to at the outset, uh, at the outset, but Donald Trump at this juncture, and I don't feel bad for Donald Trump. I mean, I want to be clear about that. I do not feel bad for Donald Trump. Donald Trump's a bad guy. Donald Trump's going to be appearing, I think, in the same courtroom that the Central Park Five appeared in, and uh, Donald Trump was integral in the wrongful conviction of the Central Park Five. Remember, he took out a uh, front, full front page pet ad in the New York Times said, like, bring back the death penalty um, for five uh, young black men that ended up getting convicted of a crime they definitely didn't commit, and they were exonerated after some years in prison. So Donald Trump's a bad guy. Um, it could be just desserts. But if we're talking more broadly about whether or not this case has any sort of merit or solid ground, right now we're in the period where... We haven't heard the defense yet. We haven't heard the other side of this argument. We have only heard the indictments so far. And we haven't even heard the indictments. We just heard that there have been indictments and we just have an idea of what the indictments are about. So right now, yeah, of course, in this case, in any type of case, the prosecution is in full control of this situation. So 508 996 0500 is how you can get in the program. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app. Let's go to the phones. You want to go to the phones, Chris? Word. All right. <laughs> Good evening. You're live. Good evening, uh, gentlemen. How you doing? Just all of a sudden, my phone just decided it was going to go off on me. Anyway, um, we were calling you. I want, yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to talk about something very important locally that's happening in the town of Fairhaven. Yesterday, Fairhaven had released some public records regarding a sexual assault complaint against Wayne Haywood. Yes. Who is on the Fairhaven Planning Board? We have a story also, at WBSM.com. Right. He's yep. also running for his position on Monday, which we're hoping oh. that people do not vote him back in because he was found guilty of the sexual assault. Well, 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 so I just want to be clear. There wasn't a criminal charge. There was an investigation that found that he likely said the things that he said. Right. Just just for clarification. Not, yes, there's no, there was no conviction. Guilty, though, Marcus. No, no. We found him likely to be guilty. Likely to have done it. Likely to have done it. We're just being specific because we have specific requirements. You, you understand. Okay. But the paper, the public records is there. Yes. And he, 
he had to go for uh, sexual harassment training. Yes. And uh, he had fulfilled that. And I just feel terrible for the person that he victimized as a result of this assault. And, you know, there were witnesses involved because he had done this over at Town Hall. So Mm -hmm. he was in a public place. And we do not have any... um, we we do not want anybody with with behavior like that in any town office in Fairhaven. That's totally unacceptable, and we just don't want him back in. As a result, it's too bad he served very many years on the planning board, but we cannot tolerate nor will will we allow him to sexually assault well, or, anybody. No, I think it was a sexual harassment. I think it was an assault. Yeah, the, he didn't. Okay, again, I, I know you think I'm, I'm splitting hairs, but it's important. Karen, I, I appreciate the call. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go and, and explain the situation. The stories on WBSM.com. Thanks for the call and bringing it to okay. the airways. Thank you, appreciate it. So um, the situation is Wayne Hayward was a longtime member of the planning board. Was asking a clerical worker at a at a town office, um, and you can find more at the on WBSM.com for the story. Uh, Kate Robinson did an excellent job uh, reporting on this, as she does on everything else. Um, but. Uh, so basically, um, he had asked for a file from a certain uh, uh, employee. That employee uh, then uh, bent oh, bent down to get the file, and he said something to the effect of, "Hey, look, I got so and so. I finally got so and so on their knees." It was so- something to that effect, which is a sexual. You everyone gets that. Yeah, it's a, it's a sexual reference. Not it's, funny. It's not funny. It's not polite. Uh, it doesn't belong in a professional environment. It doesn't belong in a professional environment. Uh, it, there's very few environments where that type of language belongs. Uh, right? Then uh, please stop saying it to me, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's not funny. <laughs> that way, it's that funny. Was funny. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, obviously, uh, I think um, you know unacceptable behavior. People, it could cost the taxpayers some money. It could cost the taxpayers some money. Yeah, it could cost the taxpayers some money because it already has. I guess if okay. he has to go to he had to go to mandated training and uh, they had, there had to they be had an to bring a law firm to investigate it. They don't come cheap. It could cost more money if there's any sort of litigation involved, right? right? So people, if they even I guess on Monday can decide whether or not that's the type of behavior that they would accept from an office holder. Look, he I, said he would resign if he'd actually done it. Uh, I mean, a law firm had said he did it. Right. So I mean, you can take that for what it is. Look, Marcus, my my feeling on things is that um, people should never be known by the worst moment in their life. However, um, you have to do offset really terrible things, which that's a really terrible thing. It's not a casual. Yeah. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's really a bad thing to I say. I mean, and for that particular worker, it was definitely a, a you know, humiliating moment. Of course. You know? Right. And so it's, it's not funny. And so you have to offset his experience and his volunteerism with that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to make a decision. And then when you're voting in the planning board, act accordingly. Yeah. There's three candidates for two spots, so you do have options. 508-996-0500. It's nice to have options. Good evening. It is. Yes, Marcus. Chris, this yes, is Don up in Stoke. Hey, Don. Hey, guys. Uh, you were talking about the situation with uh, President Trump. Correct. And yeah. how the governor could possibly pardon him. Yes. Well, let me throw a fly in the ointment here. If Biden pardoned him for the, quote, federal crime of electioneering, whatever the case may be. Right. That would also take away the case, too. Um, because of the statute of limitations piece? Well, because the, the state case would then fall apart, and they're trying to extend it because based upon uh, federal election. Oh, that's very interesting, Don. Okay, okay, so what yeah. I think what he's trying to say, because here's the yeah, thing. This, this right? is, um right, well, this is a... 
Uh, this is a um, let's. We got a few Red Sox memories already too. We're going to oh, share yeah. those. So, um, uh, this is a misdemeanor. The crime. Uh, what we think, Correct. we don't know. Right. <laughs> Again, we think well, that yeah, what he, based on what guessing. they've leaked. Yeah, we're guessing that this is a misdemeanor, the falsification of the business records, right? But it becomes a felony if it's in service to covering up another crime. In this case, it would be the violation of the campaign finance law, which you said could be a federal crime. Now, I don't – here's the thing. Even if it's – even if it's – does it require a I don't think it requires a does it require a conviction I don't know we have to I have to look do a deeper dive that's how crazy it is that we can't even I have to do a deeper dive into the jury instruction but again I would do that but we don't know the charges yet right (laughs) yeah no you you can take and pardon somebody even though they're not convicted as was the case with Nick oh no I know that he was pardoned with the accusation so this could be the same with Trump too oh I know that I just don't know if it's the pardon in and of itself would be if it would fall, the case would fall apart because there would still be the the act that was there. I, I'm not sure. Um, I, yeah, well, to the best of my knowledge, from what they're explaining, is that they need the federal case to extend the statute of limitation, which shows you just so how crazy this thing really there, is. It would and it would terminate the uh, prosecution. But just just having some fun with it. That's no, all. Donna, I appreciate that. It's, we're we're all about fun, particularly on Friday nights here. Yeah. So the, the thing is, is that that gives you an idea. It's under the old KGB standard. Show me the man, I'll, sh- I'll find the crime. I mean, that's what, what's happened here. Yep. Yeah. Beria, the head of the KGB under Stalin, one of Stalin's top henchmen. Show me the man, I'll find the crime. That's what we have here. That's the standard. And that was never the American standard. That's It's scary as hell, guys. It really is. You, it, it just makes no sense. <laughs> All right, thanks for the call, Don. Bye. Thanks, Don. Have a good one. Uh, you know, I, I will say about this, you know, maybe... Uh, the, I, I think the criminal justice system is heavily slanted towards the prosecutor. And I have no sympathy for Donald Trump if he ends up in prison, frankly. But, um, if maybe we can get from this, if maybe conservatives. Well, could, that's because you don't like him politically. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I think. So you bad. like to see political I, opponents jailed? I think he's a bad person. Right. I think he's done Because crimes. you don't like his politics. Yeah. I mean, he's really being prosecuted because he tried to stop illegal immigration. He's really being prosecuted because he's tried to stop the growth of China. He's really being prosecuted because he didn't send out troops into foreign wars. That's really why he's being prosecuted. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, guys. How you doing today? Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom. I think the speculation is one that we we could look back to, to uh, the Mueller report. There were five cases that were redacted that Mueller... Uh, referred to the proper jurisdiction under the Department of Justice system. And they passed. Uh, where the the current situation, everything's going around Stormy Daniels. I, I think that there's additional stuff uh, from the Mueller report that was presented to the district attorney, and there's been leaks that there's 34 counts. I can't imagine 34 counts in the Stormy Daniels. So I think there's, there's other stuff uh, that they investigated and will be presenting when it uh, gets opened on Tuesday. Uh, people have to remember, you can't have political amnesia regarding that whole scenario uh, with the Mueller report. Of course you can. What, and, what, did, what was he charged with, Tom? Well, uh, well what were you tell me? That was all a fake thing. The story, no, 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 no. Yes, no. it was. Yes, when it Mueller, was. When Mueller was charged with responsibility to find the Russian stuff, which did Would not materialize. Exist, right. Didn't exist. They, they, the Attorney General Barr redacted five other cases 
that Mueller found while he was investigating that he didn't have the authority to investigate. So if the, and if, he referred them to the proper authorities in the Department of Justice. In one case, the district attorney of New York and this Stormy Daniels thing. But there were four other cases that he noticed there were crimes being committed, but it wasn't his charge to go investigate them. So he referred them to the proper authorities. And we don't know what they are Talking yet. Talking about the Paul Manafort case and all that and the Roger Stone cases? Well, it could have been the, the, the hustling of money from his casinos, $5 million a year that he was taking off the top. But the statute of limitations is over for all that stuff. Uh, I, we have I a statute of limitations. It. You don't I, believe it? We have a statute of limitations in this country. I don't believe the statute of limitations is over on, on those crimes when they're what initiated. Are those crimes? When well, they're initiated. Tom, Tom, tell me what the crime is. I'll tell you what the statute of limitations is. Income tax evasion. The statute of limitations on income tax evasion, first of all, which is which is a federal charge, not a district attorney charge. But second of all, it's seven years on taxes. Well, if it's a if it's an um, ongoing conspiracy, but if, you can you can get hit with tax evasion at the state level too. Pretty sure, but I you, you can. It's, it's stuff but like you, that. But, but the casinos were in New Jersey. Yeah, they weren't even in New York. New York to help pay for his bills at Trump Tower. <laughs> but, I mean, there's. Well, we're only speculating. So I mean, the problem with better. speculating on stuff you haven't read is that well, it's I've, really I've easy read to a, punch I've a hole. A number of things uh, regarding Mr. Trump, but, but and the I, statute I remember of Attorney General Bob being his personal attorney. No, he was the Attorney was, General, confirmed by the Senate. A, a complete blow away of what it's supposed to be. He was the Attorney General. We all General saw that, and we all the saw United States what Attorney General Bob said about it all, too. You know, so I don't think that that, that the Mueller thing is done yet. And well, I think I, we're going to see listen, some of that. I know you don't want it to be done because you no, don't I like don't Donald Trump. I don't want. I'm telling but at the you end of the day, Donald Trump's still a millionaire. Mr. Trump performed, and you guys are giving him a pass. We're not giving him a pass. He's being arrested. What are you talking about? A pass, lunatic. He's being arrested. Well, you're, you're, verbally, you're verbally giving him a pass is what you're doing. And I'm saying we all are under the law. And that's what our democracy all, hinges on. We're in, a, we're in a republic, not a democracy. And we have a statute of limitations to protect Americans from government overreach. Statute of limitations are extraordinarily overreach. important. You know, you're shading it as government overreach. It's not government no. overreach. You, Tom, it's first of all. It's an investigation that took place. And he's going to face the consequences if he broke the law. First of all. A government, Tom, thanks, thanks for the call. Government overreach is show me the man, I'll find the crime. That is government overreach. Yeah. The reason we have a statute of limitation is to prevent government overreach. Whether this turns out to be the case, we're well, going to we find out on Tuesday. We don't know the charges yet. All we know is what the DA's office has leaked, which is generally their best performance. They leak, they don't leak the weakest charges. Right. Unless they are. Yeah, unless they are. Right. That's why I'm very careful to say, I'll wait till Tuesday. But yeah. I do know that Donald Trump is the most investigated man of all time. I do know what statute of limitations are. I do know that crimes, with the exception of murder and a handful of others, the bonded vault case, perjury in the bonded vault case, that doesn't, those statutes do not run out. I happen to know that specifically. The bonded vault case, yeah. Perjury in that case. That's why Jerry would never say he did it. Well, if they, if they failed, the, if they failed the statute of limitations, then this could get thrown out, right? I, the I state judge or the Supreme, uh, the federal court or the Supreme Court throws this out. But in the meantime, this man's if that's really the issue, thousands of dollars in legal fees. <laughs> what Trump? Who cares? Well, see what I mean. That, that, but see, <laughs> I thought you were a civil libertarian. <laughs> I don't care. 
I don't think that's here's a, the thing. Uh, Bucks, I have to tell you, that's a bizarre p- a, a, a story from you. I, really, it is. I'm shocked at that. He's an American citizen being targeted for political reasons, as you said, by the government, and you don't care because you don't like his politics. That's outrageous, man. What if someone did that to you? I would stand up for you. I mean, I haven't paid off a. I haven't paid off a. Uh, well, I, I, I haven't paid confess. off. I, I haven't confess. paid off. A, yeah, I was supposed to say I haven't paid anybody hush money and then misreported it to the government. The thing is, is when you, you don't know t- that he did that either. Right, but I've never been. A, I've been, never been in a situation. Well, we know his lawyer did, right? He's been convicted. He's a liar, convicted liar. Okay, but he's been convicted of those crimes, right? He pled guilty to them. As okay, part of his deal. Sure. The, in, the government, as I understand it, insisted that he plead guilty on those. Okay. Do you know why? That's got to make sense to you. You're a lawyer. Yeah. Why did they do that? Well, first of all, so they could dr- tie Donald Trump to it. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he didn't. That doesn't mean that he didn't do the. Th- but the only way he could get his plea agreement on all the other crimes. He yeah, committed yeah. But that happens the- all the time. That, that happens all the time. I've had cases where they say, "Well, we need a we need a guilty on this, a guilty on that." That well, happens all the time. I, I understand. But yeah, why yeah. do they do? Why do they want a guilty on that one, Marcus? On the Stormy the other, Daniels, on the Stormy Daniels. Because that's the only crime he was involved in that involved Trump. So but that's why they wanted the guilty plea. His own. Why did he take it? Because he needed a deal. Do you want to go? He. he you can't be serious, Michael. Have you read? If there wasn't, stuff, a, but Michael if there Cohen. wasn't a case, then why did he take the deal? What do you mean? He had he had all kinds of other felonies that he that he had committed. Yeah, that he was pleading guilty to. Yeah, as Trump's lawyer. The no, he didn't plead guilty to crimes as Trump's lawyer. He pled guilty to taxi medallion crimes. Yeah, I remember the taxi medallion crimes. Well, that case. was the felonies. Yeah, yeah, I remember the taxi. Med- right. So as part of the plea agreement. He pled guilty to the Stormy Daniels case as okay. well. The government insisted they throw that charge in there. Yeah. So that, he, therefore, made him a witness against Trump. I mean, this isn't... Um, do you think a guy that didn't commit any crimes as a lawyer like Michael Cohen... Yeah, I know he did. He pled guilty to him. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm but saying. But he pled guilty to crimes related, unrelated to Trump. Right. So? So then, when he came forward, they said to him, we yeah. need you to, we're going to do this deal, but you've got to plead guilty to the Trump-related crime. Okay. That's how he did it. Yeah, but again... Which made him... Again, he... You don't find that to be strategic. Of course, it could be strategic, but that doesn't mean he didn't do it. Who, Trump? No, Cohen, on behalf of Trump. That's not who we're discussing. He pled guilty to it. Right, exactly. The question is whether he did it on behalf of Trump. But Trump says he didn't. This is Trump's lawyer. This is Trump's lawyer we're talking about. This is the guy who worked on behalf of Trump, and you're saying he's involved in taxi medallion crimes and all this other stuff. And this happens to be tangent. And this Stormy Daniels stuff, that's the only one that's ginned up. No, no, he pled guilty to all the other stuff. Yeah, I'm not saying that's the Stormy saying. Daniels one's ginned up either. Okay. I'm saying that's he I'm pled saying. guilty to it. What I'm saying is the reason he pled guilty to the Stormy Daniels piece is because the government insisted on it. Okay. So the government is actually creating the environment by which he pled guilty. It was the only way he could get off on a low sentence for the other charges. Yeah, but I can't believe you can't see how that the logic. I understand that. it. I understand it fully. But again, like so you I don't said, find any, this is a guy you don't working. Find that's prosecutorial, prosecutorial, prosecutorial misconduct. Convicting somebody, insisting they plead guilty to a, another crime so they can go after the other guy. Do you think they? But that doesn't mean they didn't have any evidence for that crime. I didn't say they didn't. He pled okay. guilty to it. That's what I'm saying. Right. But we're going to find out what the evidence is on Tuesday. But what right. I'm saying is, but that's what I'm saying. Say that somehow Cohen. And I, I find it hard to believe that this guy was doing crimes for everybody else but Trump. That's why we have trials. Right. We're going to go to trial. 508-996-0500. Good evening. 
Hey, good evening. How are you? We're fine. Like How are you? You sound like you guys are ready to put on the boxing. No, clothes. come on. We're yeah. just having fun. <laughs> but I got a comment to it, though. It's simply, yo, Trump gets in trouble for everything he does. But how come the left never gets in trouble for all the stuff they do? How come, you know, like Hillary what? Clinton gets an $8,000 fine? Right. Uh, Bill Clinton can bite the girl's lip while he's raping her and tell her to put some ice on that. You know, yeah. come on. Uh, no, I, I actually agree. I Honestly, if we can, <laughs> you know, people said, oh, they're going to start charging more presidents with crimes. It sounds fine. They're going to start charging more people right? involved in politics with crimes. That's the dangerous part. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not going to wait to become president. They're going to get you when you're a selectman or get you when you're a congressional candidate. That's the yep. danger of all this stuff. Or get you when you're a talk radio host or get you when you're, you're a town committee member. That's when they're yep. going to get you. I don't think people understand. You're looking at this as if it's Donald Trump and people don't like Trump. I go, listen, understand he's an American like you are. And you, you, he's a wealthy man who can defend himself. You're not. That's how you exactly. have to look at this. That's the truth right there because watch when they come to get us. You right. ain't going to be able to fight for your, exactly. your rights. You ain't got a million dollars in your pocket. You're in trouble. Biff McLean cost him over a million dollars to defend himself from a political prosecution where he was targeted by a Democrat attorney general. That's the fact. If he didn't have the money, he would have been in prison. And then when it came to the end, they said, we're going to indict your wife unless you plead guilty. That's what really happens. That's a fair haven Democrat. That's what really happens. Kangaroo courts, man. You know what I mean? You don't care. You can't stop it. You ain't got the cash, dude. You ain't got to. Someone makes a charge against you, man. Roll the dice. Yep. Witch hunt, right? You know what I mean. But you know, I, I just see the divide being pushed. You know what I mean. It's just funny, even just listening to these guys like bicker, like even though not bickering. Bickering is silly. Neither is Marcus. I'm just pointing out that Donald Trump is an American, a much more powerful American exactly. than I am. And I'm in exactly. politics. I don't like it. I appreciate the call. Um. So here's the thing. We've said this before, right? That that there actually are serious things that we should that Trump should be investigated for. The, the Mar-a-Lago Trump documents, the, Trump's the documents thing. The call I'm to the Georgia Secretary that. of State. That may be. I, I'm, I mean, that that's a nuanced thing, really. Yeah. But the documents are really bad. Right. So here's the problem. Here's the reason why the documents are bad. That's, Even if he declassified them, which may absolve him from the legal problems, it's a terrible practice. That, to me, is a disqualifying event. Right. That is something that deserves investigation. Yeah. Deserves. Um, but this is craziness. Oh, well, I, Who's the victim? Here's the thing. I agree. He's I, a subject he, of blackmail. Here's the thing. I, I agree. Yeah, again, I don't really, you know, I'm, it's hard to feel bad for Donald Trump. I'm not asking you to feel bad. I'm asking you but, to but look we at know, it. But we know, but we're... Feeling bad about the standard market. I know, I, I know, but uh, it's like he's a victim. He's the former president of the United States. He's definitely he wasn't even tried president to use, then, huh? When he was a victim of blackmail, he wasn't even president. Yeah, that's why she was I able know, to blackmail for him. So yeah, because he was trying to be president, right? That's why she blackmailed. But, him. but my point is, we know that there's other things that are that are definitely more serious, probably more palatable, totally for, more palatable for criminal prosecution. So when I say I don't care that Donald Trump has to pay legal fees for this case, I think, you know, it's a guy who's definitely done some pretty unscrupulous things during his lifetime. And it seems, <laughs> seems like justice. Come on, man, line up. Yeah. Everyone's done unscrupulous thing. In Not their to life. the scope and scale of Donald Trump. I'm going to take a break. 
Hey, welcome back. Um, so we've got some app chat messages. We're going to read them at the end of the... I think let's read them at... Let's take a call, then we'll read them. Sure. Good evening. Good evening, gentlemen. Hi, Shaneen. Hey, my friend. How are you? <laughs> I got a bad cold. <laughs> it's all right. It'll go away sooner or later. I'm glad you're doing good, Chris. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. your prayers and everyone else's. Yeah. It really matters. It does. Huh. What? What'd you say, Chris? Prayers really matter. Oh, yeah. I said some today. I got your ghetto every day. You know what I mean? You do. You got to stay grounded. Um, anyway, I just want to make a comment. Um, how, I don't understand why these men, they they have nice wives and and they want to go with these so-called bimbos, what I'm hearing on the radio all day from Barry, Barry and everybody else. Barry said that, not me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then he calls her Trump goat. I believe he went with her personally because what I read about him in a documentary that he um, was a womanizer way back when and he um, didn't want to go in the service and that. So I guess he's got a problem with women. And um, why do they do it? That's what I want to know. Why do they do it? This guy doesn't do it. I, I can't huh? speak for other men. Um, you know, attractive women are a lot of guys' weaknesses, myself included. But I wouldn't do well, anything like what Trump did. I find this woman to be, um, she's attractive, there's no doubt about it, but the her her occupation is not something that would uh, endear me to her. And I, I, I always thought Trump was a germaphobe, so I don't know how he did it. To tell you the well, truth. Well, you know what? He, but he calls her he calls her horse face. Well, but he, she did he try to shake him her. down. He, he called, yeah, I mean, he's, he called Rosie O'Donnell a pig, too, and said Megan uh, said Megan Kelly was menstruating when she was interviewing him, when she was questioning him at the debate. So, I mean, he's got a track record of that. Well, that's why people don't like him, Chris, because of the way he acts. You know what I mean? It's well, too bad. But. It's a high hurdle to like Donald Trump. Yeah. Do you think he's going to uh, become president? Again, I I, I really Probably don't not. know. I think he gets the nomination. He's already lost. He gets the nomination. Yeah. Well, um, Biden is very the... weak. He's a very weak president. If you go to the grocery store, I'd say Trump wins today. But it is a long way away. I would say that by indicting him, they may have sealed the nomination. But let me say... I still think there have been some disqualifying events that would that would cause me a big pause to vote for Donald Trump. In other words, because he's been victimized by the government does not mean I want to elect him president, if that makes sense. Yeah, I was listening to the talk show last night and then they were asking how many people would vote for him. And most of them that called up, you Lewis, is it you Lewis? Hugh Hewitt. And, I like yeah, your show, yeah. They, they were saying no. Most of them said no. Whatever. Okay. Thanks I'm for the call. Thanks, Johnny. Thanks for the prayers. Thank you. Bye, Bye. Um, I still, I still think Trump wins the nomination. You know what Ron DeSantis kind of strikes me as? Uh, I don't know if I tell, told you this comparison or said it on the air. Um, more like an Elizabeth Warren kind of figure. 
Well, in that, in that, being. in that, in that, he's attractive to like the like you know educated class of his party mm-hmm. and the political and media class of his party, mm-hmm. but not necessarily the base of his party. So, I think DeSantis is doing a, a, a good job in the media. Yeah, he's got a purple. Rather, he's got a bronze star, which you can only get with if you're getting hazardous pay, combat pay. Uh huh. Um, so I give him credit for that. Um, okay. I give him credit for being experienced as the governor. But at the end of the day, being a governor and being the president are very, very different. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to have. I think the person who gets the nomination, Marcus, will have to have had. Trump White House experience. In other words, a cabinet position up to and including someone who actually was in the Oval Office. All right. That means Trump, Pence, Pompeo. Pence feels least likely than DeSantis. Well, see, the thing about Pence is that he's got all the Trump policies with the experience of being by the president. None of the personality. But none of the person. Well, that's good. Yeah, but he's too boring. He might be boring as what the doctor may have ordered. Maybe. So um, we got some app chat messages again between. You no, know it's not boring, Marcus. The Red Sox. The Red Sox aren't boring. Neither you can and going to Fenway Park isn't boring. It's a lot of fun. Um, I love going to Red Sox games, and you can go to Red, a Red Sox game tomorrow, 4 p.m. versus the Baltimore Orioles. We're giving them away thanks to our friends at Lang, Exafaris, and Board, and former New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang. That's his law firm, and uh, it's our law firm and yours. Right. So, so give him a call if you need anything. Um, so, uh, we've got app chat messages, people giving their favorite Red Sox memory. Uh, Scully says, uh, Dewey Evans last game. Um, Dewey Evans, a great player for the Red Sox. There you go. I saw him play in Fenway Park. Bleacher, uh, Greg from New Bedford says, Bleacher seats, uh, with Whaling City Little, Little League in the 1970s. Yaz, Evans, Remy, Lynn, good times. I used to went to those games. That's, I went to the Red Sox in the 70s with my parents. Uh, that's great stuff. This <laughs> is kind of funny. Marcus Uno in New Bedford, I, uh, <laughs> My favorite Red Sox memory is when Kurt Schilling got Rhode Island government to invest in his video game company that failed and got liquidated. Yeah, that was, that was quite a memory. <laughs> that quite was a quite memory. a memory, yeah. The Rhode Island taxpayers <laughs> have that memory, too. Good my, Lord. Uh, uh, I am Trash 508 from Fairhaven. Uh, my favorite Red Sox memory is going to the games in the Whaling City Youth Baseball League when I was a kid. Um, and then uh, Sandy talking about the Donald Trump. Uh, this is this is non Red Sox related. Again, you can till nine o'clock. You've got to send us your app chat messages. Those are all great memories. You are right. all eligible for the four tickets. Again, the winner will be announced after nine o'clock. Um, they have to include their email too. You have to include your email. Yeah. Um, so that's just because we're going to track you. It's the only way you're going to get the tickets. Yeah. We might track you, but yeah, maybe maybe, maybe I'll tickets. make a newsletter and you can be on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the Marcus Ferro newsletter. The Marcus Ferro newsletter. It's uh <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's better you're better off just listening to him. Here. Diff- uh He's here so, five nights a week. Um great argument, Chris. Love your show. Um and Marcus They win, they win. He he who is he was without thin cast the first stone. Uh, yeah, I think that's a little bit uh thanks Sandy from uh, New Bedford, appreciate your uh, your your message. I know Chris does as well. So, uh, Give her the tickets. Again, <laughs> we got <laughs> we got we're here till we got Steph pickup. She's going to be joining us soon. Um, actually, from the Fame School Committee, uh, we're going to have our. You know what we should have said, Marcus. Give us your favorite Scott Lang as mayor memory. 
That'll be the. But next he wouldn't have allowed us to do it. That will be the next one. That's a great idea. That's going to be the gonna next give one. us more tickets, folks. Yeah, he's going to. So make the, sure you stay tuned to South Coast all through the season. The law office of Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard will be giving uh, doing these ticket giveaways. Um, throughout the summer, so only you're going to want to tune on in. South Coast tonight. Only here on South Coast tonight, and maybe only on Fridays. I don't know. Maybe we don't know. Yeah, we'll make up the rules as we go along. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's no constitution here. We make it up as we go along. <laughs> so, um, so five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Thank you for sharing your memories. Again, you have till nine o'clock. We will announce the winner after nine. You, if you don't have the WBSM app, you can download it. And you can message us. If you have the WBSM app, use the app chat feature. It's great. We have a guest coming up at 8 o'clock. Steph Pickup from uh, Candidate for Faven School Committee. Vote on Tuesday, right? Vote on Monday. Monday. Dar- Dartmouth Tuesday. Dartmouth, Dartmouth Tuesday. Tuesday. Steph's actually here. I hear the doorbell. All right, we got to go. 1420 WBSM can now be heard on 99.5 FM. Well. Wow. hot. As a veteran of the United States military, I can finally get the opportunity to enjoy special events, like a date with my wife, or going out together with my family and friends. Things that we couldn't afford, thanks to Vectix. Every empty seat at a concert, a game, motorsports, or a play is a missed opportunity to say thanks to a veteran and service member. We can help. We can give our veterans a special event where they, too, can create their own cherished memories. Find out how by visiting www.vettix.org. That's www.vettix.org. Find out how you can make a difference in a veteran's life. Veterans and their families are popular targets for financial fraud. Scammers may try to defraud you through misleading commercials, emails, texts, cold calls, or online ads. They may even pose as someone from VA or an organization providing discounts on fees for services. But VA will never charge you for processing a claim. Do not provide your personal information to anyone other than a VA-accredited representative. To find a representative near you, visit va.gov forward slash find dash To some people, the sound of a baby babbling doesn't mean much. But that's not necessarily true. By six months, they're combining vowels and consonants. By nine months, they're trying out different kinds of sounds. And by 12 months, their babbling is beginning to take on some meaning. Especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Early screening and intervention can make a lifetime of difference and unlock a world of possibilities. Take the first step at AutismSpeaks.org. You never know who will call in the South Coast tonight. But they want to hear from you most of all. Call 508-996-0500. Or use the WBSM app to send an app, chat, text message, or leave voicemail. So, hey, we're back. That's uh, what happens when you partner with a communist. So you forget about things like Lent. Well, welcome, back to, um, welcome back to South Coast. I went to Catholic school. Actually, and you've been rejecting it ever since. Yeah, it's true. So, (laughs) (laughs) so, um, 
we got a few more app chat memories, Chris. Uh, but Red Sox oh, memories, by beautiful. the way, uh, it, you have till nine o'clock to message us your favorite Red Sox memory. Um, and we'll announce the winners of the four tickets to the game tomorrow, uh, tomorrow at four. Uh, we have, uh, William from New Bedford, Ortiz's walk-off homer with the Red Sox in 2003 against Baltimore. Um, Carol from Fairhaven says, I don't have any real Red Sox memories, only desire for my grandchildren to see them, but I just gotta say, I love listening to South Coast tonight, especially on Fridays. We love it. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Carol. If and she had said something nice about me, I would have declared her the winner. But I bet you <laughs> uh, Leo from New Bedford says, 1999 All-Star Game at Fenway Park with Pedro striking out five out of six. That was big. That's we got to get another All-Star Game back in Boston, either the NBA or the, uh, or the MLB or the NHL maybe. I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, so these are great Red Sox memories. Again, we want to thank Lang, X, the Ferris, and Bullard, our law We got one yours. more hour. We got Still one more on. hour. Thanks to New Bedford Mayor Scott Lang, uh, managing attorney at Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard again. Our law firm and yours. Make sure you include your email address because that's how you get email address. Yeah, email. So yeah, we got to we got to email it to you. To be transferred to you tonight by Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard. By Lang, Exaferis, and Bullard. So you're going to want to stay. We got we got Steph pick up here. She's going to be joining us in the eight o'clock hour. She's a candidate from Fairhaven School Committee. We've had a few candidates on this week for Fairhaven and Dartmouth School Committee. These these races have been interesting, more interesting, I guess, than the select board races. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking with her about her platform uh, for school committee. And that election is uh, Monday. And you and I are going to be voting in it. We will be voting in it. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a good election. I hope everyone gets out and votes. I mean, again, we got to show up New Bedford. We got to show up Attleboro. We were not show. We were not in in this in the Channel Twelve story on the low voter turnout. We don't want to be. No, get out and vote. You know, we Fairhaven typically hovers around twenty percent ish. Imagine that eighty percent don't go. The 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 recall the the recall election actually was around twenty percent as well. So um, that's typically the. That's typically where we're at. Uh, so we do do a little better, a little bit better than uh, little better than New Bedford. And, be nice uh, to Florida. see everyone really come out, though. It would be great to see a hundred percent turnout. There's a lot of choices. Again, we'll talk with the candidates in the next hour. Yeah, we've got a great slate of candidates. They're running. How can you not show up to at least vote against them? <laughs> I mean, really, they're giving you a choice and you're not even going to take it. That's yeah. like not opening a birthday present. It's ridiculous. So. Uh, Stay tuned. We will uh, we'll see you on the other side uh, uh, after the eight o'clock.